Hello and welcome back to the Literally Just Me podcast. I am your host, Janae. So today we're rewatching more Instant Star and I've made it to season two. So this episode will be the season premiere, which is actually a two-parter. Um, so it's No Sleep Till Brooklyn parts one and two. As a brief recap, we left the first season with Jude about to go on tour. She had a choice between going on tour with Shay, her ex-boyfriend, or doing like a small like bar tour. And she chose the bar tour. At the end of the season, her and Jamie are a couple. At least that's what the show wants you to believe. (laughs) I still don't buy it, but that's not the point. And also Sadie and Tommy are dating. And that's really the main things you need to know. So let's just jump right into the plot synopsis. So we start this episode, the very beginning is Jude getting off the tour bus. So her summer tour is over. Everybody looks different. Jude's hair in the first season, it was like a, like a very fluorescent red, like obviously box dye red. Uh, in this season, it's more toned down. It's like more of a brownish red. Like you could believe that she was a natural redhead this season and actually like it a lot. But at the end of the episode, she dyes it blonde. So it's a moot point. Jamie's hair is, how do I say, like swishier? In the last season, it was like more spiky. And now he has like man man bangs (laughs) like his hair covers his forehead now and it didn't last season so Ju just got off the tour bus waiting for her when she arrives are both tommy and jamie they have like a little scene of hey i missed you blah 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 um there's a shot of jude so like tommy's walking away from the tour bus and there's a shot of jude literally like licking him up and down As, like, he's walking away from her to his car. And Jamie sees it. And you see Jamie's, like, bottom lip quiver. (laughs) Because, like I said earlier, I will be firmly on the hill of Jude never had romantic feelings for Jamie. She just reciprocated the energy that he gave, finally. But she never initiated that herself. Also, and this is, like, skipping very far ahead. There's a point in this episode where Jamie very endearingly says, I love you to Jude. And her response is, are you okay? Have you been drinking? (laughs) She doesn't even attempt to do one of those like, oh, that's nice. Or, oh, thank you. Like just completely disregards it. It's perfect. It just fuels my theses so much. I just love it. Okay, so more new things. The next major scene is Jude at G Major. She walks in and there's like a bunch of people redecorating, people moving furniture, people painting, whatever. And Jude finds out that Georgia is gone. So Darius, while Jude was on tour, he bought out G Major, which is her record label. So at the end of last season, Darius was Jude's manager, but Georgia and G Major were doing all of the like distributing of her music. But now that Darius has bought G Major, he's her manager And he's also in charge of the distribution. It's like the business side of things. So Drew's like taken aback by this. We meet Liam, who is uh, an attractive Irish man. Darius introduces him as his right hand. So he's like a, how do I say? Like a, he seems like a type A, like businessy man, like no nonsense type of person. He makes some kind of like snooty remarks towards Jude. 
Oh, also, now that Darius is running things, his sister, Portia, who we haven't seen since the second episode, she now works there as like a, like an assistant, but like a stylist also, I guess. So when Jude sees Darius for the first time and he's telling her about how he bought out G Major, his request for her is that she's going to perform at a yacht party that he's throwing. And so he wants her to perform a cover of the song Stupid Girl by Garbage, which it's a good song, but she seems less than enthused about singing a cover. She just wants to sing her own music, but she agrees to do it. Later on, she's talking with Jamie and Jamie's also like, oh, it's so lame. You should just play your music if you want to play your music. And so she's like, you know what? That is such a great idea. And I'm trying to think if I'm missing out on anything. I don't think I am with this main story. So Darius says, play the cover. Jamie says, don't do it. And Jude doesn't want to do it. So we fast forward to this yacht party. And there is a side story that I will get to. So we fast forward to the yacht party and Jude gets up on stage. Uh, Speederman mind explosion is with her, her backup band. And she starts playing Stupid Girl. But then she sees Jamie out in the audience and he has like this disappointed look on his face. Um, And so she says, stop, cut the music, cut the cameras, like in the middle of the performance. And she turns around to her band and says, we're going to play some of my stuff. And they're like, are you sure? (laughs) She's like, yeah, they're going to love it. So Darius is obviously at this party because it's his party. And we get a shot of him like lowering his glasses after he starts to hear her like cut the music and start playing her own stuff. So he gets like furious. He runs up to Tommy who was there like, what's the word? Like controlling like the music levels or something. (laughs) He's at like some sort of station where he's like monitoring the sound to make sure it sounds okay. So Darius goes up to Tommy and just screaming at the top of his lungs says, get that girl off my stage. And eventually he like pulls out the, I don't know what it is, like the ox, (laughs) basically. He pulls out the ox. So the sound stops on stage, super awkward. And Jude and band just kind of like meekly like (laughs) leave the stage. So the first... Yeah, so the first episode of this two-parter ends with Jude getting thrown off of the stage by Darius. So like I said, Tommy's at this party. As she's like walking off the stage, he's giving it to her. He's super mad now too at this point. And so he tells her all this stuff. We (laughs) shove a bunch of exposition into this brief little scene, but he tells her like, all of our jobs have been on the line since Darius bought G Major. Your sales are like super bad. Like nobody likes you. Your sales are awful. We can't even like get you on the radio, period. Nobody wants to hear you on the radio. And he says all this because he's super angry with her. And then it finally hits her like, oh God, I shouldn't have just like done this thing that I wanted to do because I have a record contract and maybe somewhere in the fine print, it says that I have to do everything that I'm told or (laughs) uh, they will uh, fire me. I will be unemployed. So maybe I shouldn't just do things I want to do. But also she's a teenager. She's 16 years old. So it's not unreasonable for her to have done this and not understand the consequences of it. So that's really it for the first part of the two-parter. So we start the second parter uh, of this two-parter with Liam at Jude's house in the morning. And he just knocks on the door and he says, Jude, 
you don't happen to have a pen, do you? And she's like, no, but you didn't come here for a pen. He's like, right. I came here to release you from your recording contract. (laughs) So just sign here and sign here. Let it be known that I love Liam. Sometimes, not even just like shows like these, like teen soap type shows, sometimes they're only as good as like the secondary and tertiary characters are. Because, you know, we have Jude and Jamie right now, and then we had Tommy and Jude previously, and sometimes that kind of back and forth can get old. So whenever you can add new people into the mix for some comedic effect or just anything new, it's a well-needed break. Like, that's why I like Shay so much in the last season. It's because he was something new. We didn't have to go back and forth between people not liking Jude's music and Jude having a huge crush on Tommy. So anyway, so Liam asked Jude to like sign papers to get out of her contract. She doesn't sign them. She just goes over to G major. She sees Darius and says, I'll do whatever you want, whatever I have to do to make up for this. You know, I'm, I'm down for it. I don't think I've mentioned this yet, but there's a new instant star competition going on. So the thing that Jude won last year, they're having another season of it, I guess. And so all of that is going on in the background. As part of Jude's apology tour for Darius, she's going to perform at the like the crowning of the next instant star. So she has to like do this dance number and wear this like ridiculous silver getup. I also don't know how much I've talked about Jamie's involvement in this episode besides uh, romantically. So he... Up until this point has been the manager of Speed Up and Might Explosion SME. But now that G Major is owned by Darius, there's a lot of mix-ups happening. Like the general vibe is that G Major, when it was owned by Georgia, was kind of low-key, like an indie type thing. And then Darius, who's like portrayed as a big mogul, like a Jay-Z or P. Diddy type. Like now things are going to get very uh, like serious and what's the word? Like mainstream, I guess. So anyway, Jamie, as part of like this main story, is caught up with um, like Liam, who is the straightforward businessman, as I've said. He's essentially telling Jamie, like, we don't need you here. You're not needed. G Major will manage uh, SME. Like, don't worry about it. But he's like fighting for his job and he's fighting to keep managing them. And so he asks for Jude's help to like push these conversations along. But obviously Jude is like persona non grata at this point, so she's not really a good... She's not the right messenger to try and stick up for Jamie's job because Jude almost just lost her job herself. So I'm going to save like all of the secondary story for a a discussion once I wrap up the Jude stuff of this two-parter. Oh, so uh, Jude and Tommy have a funny interaction where it's like her first time seeing him since she... Since the whole boat fiasco where she started singing her own stuff. And so she reveals that part of the reason that she stopped singing the cover and sang her own stuff was because, well, Jamie said that I should sing my own stuff. And that <laughs> that makes Tommy like whip his head around like, Jamie, you listen to Jamie? And she says, well, he, he gets me. He gets the real me. And Tommy says, then he's going to love watching you pump real gas. <laughs> Which was a line that I didn't understand in my childhood. I was just like, oh, okay, what is, I don't, whatever. Um, but that was really funny to me. And it was a really, <laughs> it was delivered well. 
Uh, the next major scene is, like I said, with this whole ordeal with Jamie and SME and him trying to like manage them. Uh, Jamie and Jude get into a fight about it. Sorry, this is a complete aside, but <laughs> I don't know how Jamie became so much more attractive this season. Like I said, his hair is different now. Like he has like man bangs, but somehow he just looks like overall a lot more attractive and it's throwing me off as I watch the episode in the background. Anyway, June and Jamie are having an argument about the managing thing. He feels like she's not sticking up for him. He needs he needs her to go out and like fight for him and they need to be a team, blah, blah, blah. That's everything that he's saying to her. And, he, and she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I got you. Like, don't worry. So Jamie's like entrusting his career and Jude's ability to like win Darius over and let Jamie continue to be the manager of SME. So the episode wraps up at the the finale of Instant Star that I mentioned, the one that uh, Jude's going to be performing at. So Jude has another scene where she's talking to Darius saying again, I'm so grateful for the chance. I'm sorry about the boat thing. Thank you for, you know, letting me do this. And then he breaks the news that like, yeah, Jamie had to go. <laughs> he says SME is going to be big time and Jamie's not big time. So they had to cut him loose. And this is before Jude has a chance to like stick up for Jamie. I guess she could have done it at this point when he was telling her like, yeah, it's not going to work, but she didn't. Her face is like conflicted. Like you can see her kind of wrestle with the fact like, oh, Jamie's not going to like this. But at the same time, like she came there to apologize and be grateful. Her trying to ask for more when she's already on thin ice isn't really a good look. So I get both sides of it, but obviously uh, this news gets out to Jamie that he's been fired. So Jamie pops up at this performance. He like pops into Jude's dressing room while she's changing from like the ridiculous silver getup that I mentioned earlier into like a normal dress because she's going to perform this cover for real this time. So he pops up on her while she's changing. Things are really frantic in the dressing room. Different people are tugging at her hair and pulling her dress up and da da da. And Jamie's just like earnestly asking like, hey, did you, did you talk to Darius? Am I, am I okay? And Jude does a lot of deflecting because like I mentioned, she didn't talk to Darius. She didn't say shit. She did nothing to protect his job, which I understand, but he's obviously very upset by this. And he, yeah. So Jamie, oh, <laughs> oh I didn't mean to like, <laughs> I didn't mean to like swoon, but right as I started talking again, I'm rewatching the scene that I'm like talking about. And Jamie's face, <laughs> the sadness in his eyes was just like perfect. I'm off track, horribly off track. So Jamie goes into this dressing room. He's like arguing with Jude essentially while she's like getting made up for her performance. And he says things like, you know, you didn't even fight for me. Um, like you keep telling me like how great we are as a team, da da da, but you're not sticking up for me. I don't know you anymore. You're not you're not my Jude anymore. So by all measures, they've broken up. He doesn't say things like it's over or like we're done or blah, 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 things like that. But during this performance, there's a montage of him and he's like outside of this, uh, this stage and he's like ripping down posters with her face on it. So 
Uh, you can imagine that they have broken up. So the performance goes fine. She sings the cover like she's supposed to this time. God, just... <laughs> Jamie's sad face is just too much for me. Yeah, so the performance wraps up. The very last scene of the episode, we see Jude with blonde hair now. And admittedly, like, it's like right after she dyes it, so it's kind of orange. <laughs> Not to be shady, but it's, it looks fine. It's just still quite orange. Sadie calls it a tragic post-breakup hairdo. Uh, But Tommy pops up at their house and tells Jude that she looks great. So that's it for the Jude portion of the two-parter. And Tommy's at their house because he's picking Jude up to go uh, to the recording studio. I don't think she has a car. I guess she's only 16, so. So... The very, very last scene is Jude and Tommy in his, like, convertible. So the whole shtick of the episode, it's called No Sleep Till Brooklyn, the Beastie Boy song. But also there's been, like, a counter on the screen that pops up from time to time. So it'll say, like, no sleep for 24 hours, no sleep for 30 hours, blah, blah, blah. And so the very last scene is Tommy saying, like, I've really missed you this year. He kind of, like, dodges around it for a little bit. He's like, I missed writing songs with you. I missed working with you. And then he says, I just missed you. And then she's like passed out on the car seat. So she finally got some sleep after getting back from tour. Oh, actually the very last shot is Jamie watching. <laughs> Jamie watching Tommy drive off with Jude in the, the passenger seat looking uh, vengeful, but also still just kind of sad. Okay. So that truly is it for Jude's part of the two-parter. So the B story is Sadie and Tommy related. So Sadie spent all summer like traveling through Europe. Uh, We learned that Tommy spent like a week with her in Rome, I think she says. She gets back from her trip and this whole like thing with G major is happening where Darius came in and things are really tense because nobody knows if their job is safe, uh, everything's changing, etc. So Tommy's like really stressed out. He doesn't have time for Sadie. And Sadie's very upset by this. I'm trying to think of any noteworthy scenes. (laughs) That's really like the gist of the whole plot. I guess I can talk about the boat scene where Jude is supposed to sing the cover, but she sings her own song instead. Quest informs Sadie about this event going on. Because I guess for some reason Jude didn't tell her about it. But anyway, Quest says, yeah, Tommy will be there, but he'll be working. So like, give him some space, but you know, come by, come through, say hi. She said, okay, great. That way I can spend time with him because he's so busy. But Sadie shows up to the boat party and just like immediately stage five clinger. And so like Tommy's at the, I don't know what's it called, like the boards, I guess. And he's, him and Quest are working and Sadie keeps trying to like make small talk and like do this little flirty thing. And so Sadie snaps. She says, you know what? It seems like you don't have time for me. So choose right now. Is it me or work? I think that's how she puts it. She's like, choose right now. And so Tommy says, right now? You want me to choose? And she's like, yeah. She's like, yeah, I'll do it. (laughs) Or no. Okay, I got it. What she says was, do you want to be with me or not? Yes or no? And so Tommy says, you want me to choose right now? And then he says, well, right now? No, it's a no. And so she just like slinks away, defeated. Yeah, and then in the second episode, 
she's like moping around a little bit because he <laughs> completely called her bluff and just like dropped her super easily. But also he was working and she was kind of coming on strong. But uh, so in the second episode, they make up at the performance, the finale performance. And that's really all there is to say about that. There's a bit of nuance of Sadie says some things uh, to Jamie. Jude and Tommy are going to choose each other every time. Don't get between them. Da, da, da. And so that gets unresolved because she just gets back with Tommy and they don't talk about that. But there's obviously like some, uh, what's the word? Like a parallel between Jude and Jamie's relationship that failed this episode and Sadie and Tommy's relationship, which failed briefly, but they got back together has always been like rocky and tumultuous because uh like sadie mentioned june and tommy always choose each other they're always gonna like come back to each other but that is really it for the episode we see um june sadie's parents they're like kind of bickering at the end of last season they said they're getting a divorce so they're like around each other and not completely like cutthroat but they don't seem to enjoy each other's company that much yeah, that is it for the plot synopses. Uh, typical fashion, it's time for the song and episode ratings. So the song for the two-parter was My Sweet Time. It's cool. It's a fine song. I feel <laughs> I feel like that's how I start everything. Like, it's cool. It's fine. Like, I start with like fine average and then I can talk myself into uh, like a better or worse rating. It's one of the higher energy songs, I guess you could say. Overall, as like a song that I would go back to again and listen to over and over. I wouldn't say that I would. It's fine for what it is, but it's not something I find myself wanting to listen to. That being said, I'd probably give the song a 5 out of 10. I think that's fair. For the episode rating, I actually thought it was a really good season opener. It's hard to like portray in podcast form like how different this season feels versus the first one but I feel like the first season was maybe a bit I don't know how to say it like Jude's naivety was more on display but also she had like just one instant star and like was very new to all of this stuff and so like now she seems a bit more sure of herself but also she's like still fucking up and making mistakes like with the boat thing so the show definitely feels more settled so we got to meet a new character uh like we've changed the dynamic with darius being in charge so all that to say that this premiere feels like a good foundation for us to build on to new changes for the rest of the season if that makes sense i thought it was solid there are some funny moments we're definitely starting to like see quest as more of like a secondary character Whereas last season, he was just kind of like tertiary. So for the episode, I'd give it, I'll go 8 out of 10 for the rating. So with song rating of 5 out of 10 and episode rating of 8 out of 10, No Sleep Till Brooklyn parts 1 and 2 get an average of 6.5. What will this episode's object be? Let's go 6.5 space kini tops for episodes 201 and 202 no sleep till brooklyn that'll do it for this episode thank you all so much for listening and the next time we will dive back in with more instant star hope to see you then